Okay, so this one, this episode, my, I don't know what episode it is, but it's uh, my <clears throat> my audio library. I am going to start doing these over uh, video and everything as well. I like to put them on YouTube. Again, that's just kind of for, for me part initially. Um, helps me get things out and be, you know become a better you know speaker and everything. But... Uh, yeah. Also, I, there's, there's probably people that would want to uh, to watch it. I guess as well. If you if you are going to watch it, for and listen for the few of you that do, I I do appreciate that. I always get a little surprised when I, <coughs> when I excuse me when I look at the uh, the stats or whatever you call it. I I, I try not to get I I don't get hung up into it. Thankfully, like uh, likes on um, you know Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever the social media. That's always like a dopamine hit. And it feels good, so you got to be mindful of uh, you can't get like caught up in that trap. But uh, but I do, uh, you know, it it does fascinate me that somebody listens to this. Um, so again, if you are new, this is the the Jim Burris podcast that matters. And the reason that I started it was, uh, like I mentioned, to be my kind of my way to get the thoughts out of my head, um, formulate opinions, just kind of. To, to rap out loud and then record it and then I can go back and listen to it, you know, and, and get aha moments. You know, I, I get a lot of them while I'm listening or while I'm recording this. Sometimes I'll stop. And if you, if you kind of catch me going like, where the hell did he go? It's because maybe I just like said, Oh man, I just figured something out there. Um, so that's really why I do this, but I, I hope that you can get, <coughs> excuse me, a nugget out of this as well. And again, I'm doing this kind of in my, uh, what I call my bedroom studio. I've got some candles lit. I've got a, got a beer on the table. And uh, I'm using my Apple headphones, but the wired ones. So I know the audio is typically best when I'm at my desk. But uh, this is kind of the environment that uh, helps me think. So, um, so it, you know, that's kind of, if there's sound issues, I'm sorry. Um, but tonight, so I've been thinking about this for a while. And uh, it's a tough uh, topic for me to discuss because, um, A, it, um, it's no longer part of my life, and I'm grateful for that. But when it was part of my life, it was a nightmare. So, you know, the fact that I don't really think about it is a good thing. <clears throat> and that's kind of the key of, of the whole premise of tonight. Um, so I'm talking about anxiety and, uh, you know, how that impacts people's lives is um it's uh it can be a real like literally a nightmare at times where you're um you know you're petrified and sometimes it's just you know low level scared um and anxiety is normal like you need to have um a base level i, I think is like the the, the clinical whatever the, whatever the term like a doctor would use for it right like you know like if Somebody cuts out in front of you, you, you know, you tense up and you, you know, like your body takes over, like the fight or flight thing. Um, or if, you know, you're walking down an alley and like you hear a sound, like that level of anxiety is, um, it's helpful. It, you know, it protects you. It's kind of, um, I guess it's part of your DNA, excuse me, um, kind of who you are protects you, right? It's just primitive. There's a word I'm looking for. It's just passed down genetics or. Um, whatever, right? So, so that, so it, it keeps you safe. 
But when you have um, <coughs> an anxiety disorder, and I don't even know that I would call it that anymore. And, and we'll talk more about this, but tonight I just want to kind of give you a brief um, kind of intro and, and how it, you know, I'll give you some tips on, on what really helped me. But, uh, but yeah, when you have a, a higher level of anxiety, it's, uh, it's just this constant hum, or it could be a roar, or it could be a, um, just a raging inferno of just fear and terror. And just imagine if, you know, like the most scared you've ever been. Like you walk around a corner and like there's a shadow, you know, something weird. And you're like, oh my God, and like your hair stands on the back of your neck. Um, so that's like pure fear. And that's very like in the moment for a lot of people. But imagine if that was your life. <laughs> that mo- <laughs> that constant, ah, fuck. You know, when you, um, I, I, I still remember when I was a kid, I was at Silver Springs, Florida with my aunt and my grandma. And I was walking down this little path, and there's alligator. If you don't know, there's fucking alligators at Silver Springs, Florida. Um, so I'm walking down this little path, um, and there's like bushes and shit that you're coming through. And they're only like maybe two foot high. Um, and the path is sand and gravel. And you're surrounded by like concrete, right? So you're like in this little theme park. But I come around this little corner, and on the path, um, I, I saw an alligator. So imagine if you saw a fucking alligator, you just come around this corner, and, oh, it's two feet. It turns out it was a concrete um, uh, little statue of an alligator. So that level of panic right then and there, um, that's not what caused my anxiety disorder that I ultimately developed. But uh, but that's the level of like, oh my God, where it's just like these, and I wasn't like that 100% of the time, but there were just moments that you couldn't explain. And uh, one of the cool things about anxiety <clears throat> that what I really found out and I'm grateful for now, and I'll share with you in a little while, um, uh, it's just it, it's phenomenal when you, when you realize like there's this, there's a benefit. So if you're if you're dealing with anxiety right now, um, I'm going to help you. Hopefully tonight you can listen to this. And I'm going to be brief, and if I ramble, I'm sorry. Um, but it will. Uh, I just had one of those moments. I'm sorry. But uh, so if you if you just come along and you listen, um, uh, I think you'll kind of you'll get an understanding that th- this is here to help you. So the the first time I ever really remember feeling anxiety, I had a card I wrote down because I wanted to keep track of kind of some points that I wanted to hit. Um, so I changed schools. That's what it was when I first. Um, that something happened before that, and I'll I'll come back to that. Um, but when I changed schools, I had this feeling, I went from a, I was in St. Louis, I grew up in St. Louis, and my neighborhood, there was a, pri- um, I say private school, it was an inner city neighborhood, there was a tr- religious school, so that's what it was in my neighborhood, it wasn't anything fancy, um, but it was, you know, we had to pay to go there, and I ended up, uh, I, got, I got kicked out of there, because um, I was a little troublemaker, and I had to go to this other school, <clears throat> so when I started, the first couple of days, um, I was fine, you know, going through the bus. I was excited, you know, ride the bus, get there. But at school, I was, um, I had this feeling, and it was a different feeling than I'd ever, I'd only had one other time in my life. And uh, I was like, what the fuck, you know? So 
this happened for several days and I remember being home. I, I still remember this. I'm 45 and I was, this was a seventh or eighth grade. So what is that? 14. So that's like at least 30 something years ago, 30 years ago, 31 years ago. Um, it was my stepmom, and she's like, well, what do you think about school? And I said, yeah, it's different, um, whatever. But in my head, I remember going, I feel like I'm tripping. And so bef the feeling I had was the feeling of derealization or depersonalization. Um, but the first time I'd ever felt that was when I had taken LSD. Yes, I know I was young. Um, but LSD and marijuana, they'll make you feel that feeling as well. So that's what, um, if you've ever had that feeling, that's what anxiety, if you've, if you've had that feeling from like drugs, that feeling, um, <clears throat> can be a, the similar feeling if you have anxiety called derealization, depersonalization. Um, but I only experienced it during the day at school. So, um. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Just in kind of after maybe a month, <coughs> it, uh, it, you know, I didn't even think about it anymore. Which is key to, to, to like recovery ultimately is a piece of the puzzle you'll hear later on. But uh, so then, you know, again, fast forward, I don't know, let's just say a month later. No, it would have been a month at the most. Um, I was with some friends in my neighborhood, and uh, I always, not always, but on occasions, I'm a young boy in, in the city of St. Louis, we smoke pot, right? Not, not, not a huge surprise to a lot of folks there. And I never really had any issues until one time when I didn't, or when I did, and uh, I remember we were just smoking a joint, and I remember walking and kind of like blanking out. Um, and that's just how I can describe it. Like, black, I don't want to call it blacked out because I don't know that I wasn't drunk. Like, we just smoked pot. And, uh, like, we were, I was having a conversation walking down the street. It was wise in my neighborhood in Dogtown, St. Louis, um, if you know where that's at. Um, I was walking down that street, and I remember just all of a sudden going, like, where the hell am I? And I grabbed my friend. I was like, hello. And I thought I had, like, had died. I thought I had, like, an out-of-body experience. But that was just, that happens if you get really high. Um, so fast forward the next day, I had that same feeling of depersonalization, derealization, or, you know, DPDR, I think is, that's kind of a weird way to say it, but that's what some people call it. DR, DP, let's go with that way. And, uh, I don't even know if that's any better, but, uh, you know, so I had that feeling and I thought, I remember at the time thinking like, oh, like, so this was the nineties. So the theme was. You know, this is, is a commercial that promoted, like, anti-drug use. <coughs> and they would had a skillet, and they would drop an egg in it, and it would say, this is your brain on drugs, right? So you were under the impression that drugs fried your brain cells? I, I think m maybe they do to some extent. Who knows? But um, so that's the... F when I had that feeling, I just said, oh, I must have burnt brain cells. That's literally what I, I thought. So... Um, that I just that just hit me like a ton of bricks, realizing that uh, that that silly little belief, um, you know, impacted me for a long, long time in my life, as you'll find out. But uh, so went on about, you know, I think a day or two later, I didn't notice it, 
and uh, then whatever, like within another, it was the weekend again. So it could have been the next weekend or or a couple weekends later. I don't remember, but uh, I had smoked pot again, and I had another horrible experience, and uh, like literally freaked out. Um, the, this is going to be really funny to some 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 people. It's really funny to me now. It wasn't at the time. But I freaked out and called the cops on myself. I thought I was dying. I didn't call the cops on myself. I thought I was dying. I was calling for help. Um, so I was really calling like paramedics. Um, anyways, ended up in the hospital, stoned out of my mind. And, uh, you know, that was interesting to unpack with my dad. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it was not, you know, it all worked out. <coughs> but so the next day I had... Uh, that same feeling of that derealization, depersonalization. And this time it really scared me because I was like, oh my God, I really like, I didn't permanently damage myself the first time when I felt like, because I thought it was the weed doing it. And and I guess it was triggering, to be fair. Yes, it was. This is not an, like, um, I'll be transparent. I I smoke pot now. So, um, and we'll get, we'll go down that road. But uh, at the time, uh, that was like, I was like, just petrified of it after that second time and uh so after that second you know that second time of having that happen being in the hospital and uh you know the next day whatever just dealing with it and uh pan i I ended up panicking again and that same so here's what happened i was freaked out over the derealization and depersonalization that feeling so that triggered an anxiety attack but at this time in my life, up through all these episodes of like um, this derealization, depersonalization, I associated it with drugs. But in reality, um, it was there was an underlying kind of issue. So the drugs were a trigger. They weren't. A, um, I don't know. If, I don't sense they were. The, they didn't cause them. They triggered. They brought out bigger symptoms. Um, so, you know, I had a panic attack. I, but what I, what I thought was happening was I thought the drugs were like I thought I was having like a flashback from marijuana. But you don't that doesn't happen. But I had done LSD before. I just didn't know. I was a fourteen year old kid, and my parents didn't you know you know what I mean they didn't know anything about that shit. Um, so it was just this. It was a lot of turmoil. Um, ended up back in the hospital and basically they said you're having, they, the doctors knew, they're like, oh, you're, you're having panic attacks. That's what, you know, this isn't like from drugs. Like, yeah, don't do those because this obviously triggered it, but, um, you know, they're, they, they basically told me that. And, uh, and from there, (coughs) my parents were, you know, I was, they were concerned that. I was, you know, doing too many, whatever. So they, I guess the doctor, they, I don't think they were concerned that I was doing too many, too many drugs, but that it was um, the anxiety and the, I don't really know, but they put me in um, like this hospital, like a, a treatment center to, for the anxiety. And it was like a normal, I guess it was a normal thing to do. Maybe they're still around. I don't know. But really you just went there and they just like did talking therapy to try to like, you know, whatever, I guess, fix you. You know, I don't know, I don't understand what they were trying to do. Um, but in, anyways, was there for for 
30, I don't know, 30 days. It wasn't very long. Maybe not even that long. Maybe just like two weeks. And, uh, and, and you stay there. It's not like a jail. Like you can go, um, but you have to like be there, but like you could leave if, you know, if you wanted to or whatever. Um, so, you know, went there and like went through tests and I still had that derealization, depersonalization, <coughs> that feeling. And, uh, you know, I remember talking to doctors and they were like, oh, you're really lucky. And it was, again, 45-year-old me looks back and goes, are you... So, again, 45, I'm more mature, but also, like, science and stuff has, like, advanced. So we know more about, like, what happened back then. And I, I do now, anyways. Um, I, I do. But, uh, so they were just, you know, there was really, like, oh, just take... They wanted to put me, like, on, like, just medicine. Like, I don't even know what it... What what was the Prozac? Or, I don't know if that's what it was, but they wanted to put me on whatever the thing was back then, and I didn't, you know, want to take it. And my parents certainly didn't take it, so um, never, I never ended up taking it, um, and was obviously I'm fine now. But uh, so I left there, and uh, I moved out to to Herman, which was a small, small little town outside of St. Louis. And the anxiety contained, like I did get away, from, I still saw my friends, like there was some, you know, disconnect there, but nothing really changed. <coughs> um, until a little bit later in high school, I just stayed out in Herman longer. But but to focus on the anxiety, like it never went away. Like I just thought that feeling was like how I was going to feel forever. Because I remember like somebody told me in the hospital, like, oh, you had a bad trip. And like, sometimes you just don't come back from those, which... If, if if you're listening to this and that recently happened to you and you're worried about that, that's not true. That's 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 not true anymore. Um, that may have been what they thought was true in 1994 or whenever this was, too. Um, yeah, it'd have been 92, 91, 92. Um, that's not true anymore. So, um, but what progressed was was like. Uh, health anxiety. So every little thing, and again, I didn't know that's what it was at the time. I did, didn't know. But when you have anxiety, your brain is always looking for clues to support what it believes. So again, my brain believed that we had anxiety, that it had anxiety. And uh, so it just kept progressing and uh, I mean, you name it, health-wise. Like, I mean, I, I'll talk more about it in other shows because this one's going on a little bit too long. But, uh, but it just progressed everything from cancer to like, I mean, just insane shit. Like, out of this world that I had worried about, and I would, you know, and and on and on, and then it just manifested in different areas, like gaining a lot of weight, and uh, like I was always very physically fit, thin. What you know, probably like I don't even know what my waist was when I was like 15, 16. I mean, I was like a stud, um, but as I the anxiety progressed, I it just gained weight and couldn't get rid of it, and it impacts your vision. And I, lo- you know, I started losing my hair at eighteen. And uh, if you have anxiety, you know what I'm talking about. Like you, what I just said resonated with you. If you just have regular old regular people anxiety, you you what I just said, you're like, what the fuck? You know, it doesn't probably doesn't resonate with you. Um, but like literally I would get a pain in my leg. Oh my God, I must have like cancer or, uh, just, I mean, like literally it was all, everything was devastating. 
um, there was a fire close to our farm. <coughs> my first thought was like, oh my God, we're trapped in here and we're going to die. It was like a little fire. You know what I mean? It's like, so it, it, it just gets like blown out of proportion. And some, some of you are laughing if you're, if you're still listening to this and you've never had that kind of thing happen um, in your life. Uh, I know that it's, it's strange, right? But let me give me one second here. But, but anyways, you know, let's get on with this so I can get you guys some the help that you're looking for. Um, I ended up going through the Marine Corps with it, and it, that didn't help it. Um, actually, actually, I guess it did. It learned me. It, it taught me how to like cope with it more. Um, you know, you eventually, I eventually started coping with it with with alcohol. I realized that um, beer. I never was like a heavy like whiskey drinker. I would just drink, I still drink beer. <coughs> but uh, at the time, I would drink it to 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 make those feelings go away. So that's uh, you know, you didn't realize what you were doing. And I remember, I, I guess the first time I had a beer. Um, no, I wouldn't have been the first time I had a beer because the first time I had a beer, I don't think I really had any issues with anxiety. I know I didn't have any issues with anxiety, but um, I just remember having at some point having a beer or whatever uh it, a couple beers it just went away the feeling went away like that noise that hum that scream was just like gone and uh so that you know that obviously can turn that can turn bad but made it through the marine corps um you know three kids um you know Mary, all that good stuff but uh, one night when I was in Florida, I, I always looked and searched and hunted and tried different things. And I would talk to doctors, and it's always like talking therapy or pill pills. And I, I, um, I'll just be honest with you, um, that doesn't work. That shit doesn't work. That's not the answer. Um, when you learn that it's you're not broken, that you just... Um, so uh, let me tell you how I found that program. So I was in Florida, and I was searching. And one night, again, like the internet... Just found this guy and uh, was listening to a video, and uh, he I think it was on maybe it was YouTube, and he basically explained his story and I related to like the most of it with OCD and the derealization and the, I never had agoraphobia where you're like afraid to go into um, I wasn't I would go into buildings but like if I would go into like a Walmart. It was like I was on high alert. It was literally like the lights got brighter from the anxiety. Like it was, that's like that's fight or flight. Um, so I would have stuff like that happen. Um, so I guess I did have a little bit of that. But uh, so, anyways, I I got his program, and uh, it's just like it was at the time. It was like a book and a CD, and it just basically takes teaches you um, that it's essentially your autonomic nervous system needs a reset that's going to sound strange and it's going to sound weird like oh my god he's a chiropractor for your central nervous system that's absolutely not what it is um there's science behind it you know and he just explains it from that point of view and he teach he taught me these techniques through this book and uh, you can it's on cd you can listen to it now it's all online um and it's like i don't know i think it's like 200 bucks 150 i don't remember i don't know what it is now but uh I'm going to get to you a link to it here in a minute. Um, but uh, I bought it and I just started applying it. And 
I didn't even realize it until one day I stopped in my tracks and said, you know what? I don't, that shit's gone. Like, I don't deal with, I don't have that constant high level state of fear. I don't have the derealization. Like, all that stuff is gone. Um, And it's because I just applied the techniques and it's so gone I don't even think about it. So talking about it right now is giving me anxiety (laughs) because it's, um, because it it feels weird because it's like it's not it's almost like I'm it didn't happen and that sounds weird or whatever I'm not some shady marketer but when I when I talk about it now it's just so much not a part of my identity and my life and who I am that it feels foreign to talk about um but I did experience it and uh my my life is so much better off now and if you want to um you can go to um, I have a, my business website, but there's a it, so it's W R F C G like that's the letters Whiskey Romeo Foxtrot Charlie Golf if you were in the military or know the phonetic alphabet so W R F C G dot com slash anxiety so W R F C G dot com that's my marketing company but you don't even need to go to don't go even go to that link go straight to the slash anxiety um and uh put your information in there and then i'm going to send you right to his web page and uh, i'm going to send you like a gift and some reminders um and i'm not going to spam you i'm not going to sell your information um uh, just go over there to the wrfcg.com forward slash anxiety and uh uh, get the information from uh, Chuck and like it's just do what he says to do it's super inexpensive and it, and it works and you can leave me comments on this episode and um, uh, you know I can help you out with it honestly I'll send you an email like when you go to that website I'll send you an email like automatically through the little thing um, with my information so it'll have my email in there so you can just respond to that email if you have any questions or if you want to chat, if you want to come on this, like do like a little podcast thing and talk about it and I can tell you more. But but check out like Charles, the program, right? Chuck's program. It, um, it, it's life changing and he, he's like the source of it. Um, and I could tell you like what I learned, um, but that doesn't make a difference because I just... You won't understand that. You will understand. If you have anxiety, you won't have anxiety. Like, that fear, like, it can go away, and it can go away quickly, and there's no, like, gimmicks or pills. Like, none of that bullshit. Um, so check it out. Thanks for listening to this. Um, and, again, if anything, if you just have questions, that's the best way to get in touch with me right now. You can leave a comment on here um, or, like, a, a message to me through, like, the app. This, uh, this is, I'm doing this on Spotify. I don't know if you can do this on Apple or, or wherever else. But if you go to that link, wrfcg.com forward slash anxiety, and just put in your, in your information, it's going to automatically send you, like, an email, just one. That's all it's going to send you. Um, and then you can communicate to me that way, and we can have, you know, ask me questions or, um, you know, whatever. And we'll go from there. But, uh, I got a lot out of this tonight. Um, it was tough for me to do, and it's. Uh, I'm glad it's over. I'm not going to lie. That was a lot. Um, but I'll go deeper into it more um, if I think it'll help me, and I'll do a couple more little episodes like this. But uh, um, 
yeah, it was. I got what I needed out of that, and I hope you got something that matters and can ultimately make a difference. And and if you don't deal with anxiety, like legitimate anxiety, and you know somebody who does, like forward them this, um, or or you can just honestly, you can just go. Um, yeah, just forward them this, and then I'll, I'll get make sure they get the link to that guy's stuff, and uh, and let's help help people out with it because it 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 fucking sucks if you have it, and uh, life is better without it. So, good night.